0: Girls is helping disadvantaged girls in this region succeed in dramatic ways. Virtually every young woman who engages with this program, which is the work of YWCA Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia, becomes an honor student in her school. Teachers and parents of girls in need praise Tech Girls. The program is so popular and successful it requires very little promotion. In fact, administrators of the program must manage a perpetual waiting list. Tanya Leonard is the director of Tech Girls, and she is here in the studio to talk about its purpose, its success, and its future. Thank you for joining me today, Tanya.
1: Thank you so much, Dirk.
0: Let's talk about the success of the Tech Girls program by first having you tell me how long it's been around.
1: All right, so Tech Girls was initially implemented at the YWCA in 20, or, I'm sorry, 2005, and that's whenever we received our first LEAPS grant from the state of Tennessee. That's our primary funding for the program. We uh, take part in a three-year grant where the leftover or unclaimed lottery funds from the state of Tennessee are all put into a big pot, and then we all kind of scramble for those funding. Um, but and so then we've been funded for the program since then we're also primarily funded through the United Way of Bristol and those are the people who kind of dictate what our curriculum looks like Um, as far as our successes are concerned my primary focus for the programming is that we're a loving supportive environment for our students where the state of Tennessee would say our focus needs to be math and language arts, the YW would say my focus needs to be STEM related curriculum Mm -hmm. and then I'm coming in with early childhood experience and teaching licensure and saying we need to be focused on the whole child and so for me those successes look more like where are we empowering our students where are we helping them through the everyday struggles that our students face? Um, our students are considered at risk. The majority of them are. Um, so our programming you um, is not technically public uh, um, and just available for anyone. You do have to have a referral to be able to attend. And those referrals come from guidance counselors, teachers, principals, maybe state referrals from DCS. Um, sometimes we, we may get some from other therapists outside of the school. Um, and then those students who are most vulnerable or most in need are who we're getting in our program. So um, then we can focus primarily on what those specific needs are that are in our programming.
0: When you say they're at risk, how would you define that? What does that mean? Um,
1: so according to the state, they're saying that 50% of our student at risk category would say um, that they're on free reduced lunch, that they're at risk of failing a grade or a subject, that they're at risk of being removed from their home for neglect or abuse. Um, and then they also look at Title I schools and things like that, which, of course, Bristol, Tennessee City does have Title I schools as well.
0: When you talk, though, about at-risk students, but you have a sort of specific STEM-related curriculum, how do you execute that curriculum while dealing with sort of their at-risk issues?
1: Sure. So as regarding STEM, we already know that STEM-related careers are primarily male dominated careers we also know that they're predominantly higher paying careers and so the stem portion of our curriculum is that we're wanting to take these students who are low socioeconomic status and get their interest into these higher paying careers have them interested in moving into those types of fields that could potentially break that that economic barrier for them. And so um, what we do, uh, we focus on critical thinking skills. So we had a meeting with uh, UT College of Engineering where we were able to discuss our curriculum and our goals with them to ensure that we were on the correct path. Um, Again, we're serving students who are third through eighth grade, so about eight to 14. The reason for that age demographic is because we're trying to be a support system in those very difficult transitions from elementary to middle and middle to high school. And so um, since we are serving this younger population, the College of Engineering said that what we were doing to focus on critical thinking, skill building, and teamwork aspects, that is exactly what we need to be doing at this point. Because then we're starting that mindset that thinks outside of the box. How can we uh, find a solution for this objective? And then how can we continue to move forward? And so a lot of our STEM uh, curriculum focuses on, very um, open ended projects. Maybe you're given a challenge where you have a certain amount of items on the table and you get this off the wall challenge, and you have a time frame that you have to complete the challenge. And then the students work together, they share their ideas with one another, and then they work to complete the challenge.
0: I have attended a couple mm-hmm. of luncheons that are fundraisers for the YWCA, and there's information that is provided in a very impactful way about Tech Girls. And I noticed that the young women who provide testimonials really speak in powerful words about the impact that this program has had on them. And that seems to me to, uh, a suggestion of a very short term success for you. How are you able to measure perhaps the longer term? success in terms of perhaps career development and and the uh, use of critical thinking that helps advance their lives and takes them out of what was otherwise a a very negative trajectory in their life?
1: Um, So, unfortunately, we don't have measurements outside of the range of our service because once our students are done in our program and they move on into high school, they may or may not stay in contact with me. In regard to the service that we're providing, it's really difficult for us to look at our program as an after-school program where we're providing three hours of service a day to say that we are truly going to be able to change the trajectory of the substantial situations that our students have in their home. Mm -hmm. And that's why, for me, that purpose of being a strong, supportive adult in their life, somebody that they can come to, is so important because then, even after they have left my program, they will still come back to me sometimes, they'll, or they'll see me and they wanna tell me these wonderful things they're doing, even if it's just working at a local business. Mm-hmm. One of my stories is, um, and this isn't to toot horns, cause I don't like to do that, but it, this is truly what happened. Um, I had a student who was really struggling in her home life. Um, the mom was continuously kicking her out. This is a, a middle school student. And um, so what I would do is just, if I was going to the grocery store or um, just running out for errands, I would just ask her if she wanted to come and ride with me, Mm -hmm. just for us to spend a little bit of time together. Sometimes we would go out and get something to eat. And on this particular day, we had um, grabbed some fast food and we went to the park and we're sitting on some bleachers and we're just chit chatting a little bit, straight A student, Um, had some awesome goals. And she told me that uh, whenever she graduates valedictorian, that I was going to be the one that she thanked during her speech, which of course is huge. That's monumental, Mm -hmm. right? I I tried to brush it off because I don't accept compliments (laughs) that, that that well. But Um, and unfortunately due to that student's home life, she ended up homeless, um, by the time she was 16, uh, tried to commit suicide. I currently, I believe she's in in and out of jail and, um, addicted to drugs. Uh, But, and again, even still every now and then I'll see her and she is quick to come up and give me a hug. If there's good things in her life, she tells me if there's not good things in her life, she hides it. Mm -hmm. And those are just part of, of who we need to be.
0: So the Tech Girls is really working, though, to do what it can to help these young women. It may not necessarily know uh, or be able to calculate a success rate, but you feel confident that you are making a difference in these lives in a way that gives them the opportunity to change their trajectory.
1: Absolutely. Whenever we talk about child rearing, it's not just one focus, it's everybody, right? So it's the home, it's the schools, it's the extracurricular activities, it's the churches, it's whatever involvement that student has in our community. And so for why, while we have our students, of course, we're, we are pumping in everything we can into helping them have a better life. For right now and hope that that sticks as we move forward and so um, of course we are we do refer to ourselves as extended learning so we are academically focused we are STEM focused um, and then whenever we look at the whole child and we look at the the specific population of the students that we're serving right now our current enrollment I look at that curriculum and I say what do these students need right now so right now in my classroom, we're dealing with um, some mental health issues and depression. We're dealing with sensory and neuro neurodivergent issues. We we always deal always deal with um, social media issues and bullying and leadership skills. You know, it's like it's such this vast opportunity for us and then we start knocking those barriers down by bringing in different uh community partnerships and uh, so typically my goal is 30 community partnerships a year where i'm bringing people in to have them talk to our students provide their professional advice and then if we need them we bring them back and if we have a good spot or a good level with that then we move on to the next
0: I have to take a break, Tanya, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the programming and its impact for the Tech Girls. I'm talking today with Tanya Leonard. She is the director of the Tech Girls for the YWCA Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia. And you are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. And I am your host, Dirk Moore, and you are listening to W-E-H-C 90.7 and W-I-S-E 90.5, The Voice of Southwest Virginia. Incorporated can help make business dreams a reality with a small business loan, helping businesses start or expand with personalized, down-to-earth support. For more information, peopleinc.net. Welcome back to Together to Get There. Today I am talking with Tanya Leonard. She is the director of Tech Girls for the YWCA Northeast Tennessee, Southwest Virginia. We have been talking about sort of how you assess the success and the possible improved trajectory of the lives of the young women you serve. Let's talk a little bit more specifically about what kind of skills they're actually learning and what kind of programming you're incorporating to help advance those skills. We talked about a little bit about critical thinking. Are there other skills that are being encouraged or taught that help them perhaps in the way that they relate with the people around them? So, Social skills, I guess.
1: Right. So for us, um, our community involvement is a huge goal. Um, we... We rely on our community support to be able to provide this program. And so what we want to do to ensure that we are fighting back against that entitlement mentality is to be sure that our students are also learning to give back to our community. Um, Last year we were able to um, give back over 400 hours of community service. Uh, That's through we have recorder performances out in the community for seniors Um, we were able to do several projects for veterans in our community including sending uh, christmas cards to the veterans hospital Um, we also do um, art projects and different types of gifting for seniors in the nursing home Um, and of course if there's community um, activities Uh, where we can volunteer. We always like to be a part of that. Um, We have a large focus on ensuring that our students are learning to show uh, manners and appreciation um, because those are things that unfortunately are failing in our society. And so um, our students learn what it means to show true appreciation. And we do that at the end of each of our um, community sessions but and then also our students create their own thank you cards that we are able to send back out to our donors and to our patrons as well.
0: One thing I wanted to point up is in terms of measurement do you get a sense that their grades are improving do you have any way of uh, recording that?
1: Yes, um so part of our state documentation is that we are required to be watching grade improvement. Um I don't have those the data with me right now, but um typically about 50% or more of our students are on honor roll. That is not without effort. Mm-hmm. Um and then um we
0: on honor roll so that honor
1: roll is A's and B's
0: they're going well above average then in terms of what you're able to accomplish for them. Yes.
1: Which well but and we have um, our focus is that we are encouraging them to do better in their grades but and then we're also rewarding them for that. Mm -hmm. We have a Tech Girls store that's full of incentives and based on their grades they receive receive store trips. Um, Also Though we do provide 30 minutes of homework and tutoring assistance a day, and then um, my assistant is responsible during homework time to not only help them throughout their homework but also she's watching grades, she's keeping in contact with the teachers to ensure that whenever we do have students who are falling behind we are saying, we are a resource, we are offering this time of help, what can we do to help them? Um, And so then of course, we have regular monitoring, we're checking in with them, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Because it goes back to them and their choices to bring those grades back up. Um, In general, I think it's, um, I know for sure, definitely last year, throughout a couple of quarters, we had less than 2% of our grades were D's and F's.
0: That is amazing to me. And it must impress the school system to know that you're helping these students who otherwise would be very much struggling, perhaps because of their background, to really excel. Uh, it seems like at some point, somebody has to be recognizing the value of this program and lifting up these young women. And even though they still struggle, perhaps with their domestic situations, their home life situations, good grades can really help reinforce confidence, I would think, and not only for the student, but for the, the public school system or the school system that is trying to help them.
1: We definitely have several of our teachers that do get back in touch with us regularly, and they there's more of a partnership there, um, and we do get accolades from them on occasion. Um, we are serving five different schools, and currently, be, especially due to COVID whenever our numbers had dropped and then our staffing had dropped. So we're still working to increase that enrollment, but we may only have a few students at a certain school. And so those partnerships change year to year and we don't actively market our program because we have limited spots Mm -hmm. and it's completely free for our students to be there. Um, So we don't want to have a bunch of students sitting on a waiting list and they can't get a spot because our retention rate's so high. Most mm-hmm. of the time when we have students join, whenever they're in the younger grades, they do finish out through, through middle school. Well,
0: now, most people would say that's a great problem to have.
1: Oh, uh, we love it. We love it. But it's just I learned very early on that I could not market because once I did have people on the waiting list and I couldn't tell you when you were going to get a spot. It was really disheartening for them. And so um, typically what we do for marketing is I put um, out one marketing ploy, I guess, at the beginning of the year to say to my guidance counselors and to my different contacts, hey, we have this many spots available. Um, If you have any students that you would like to refer, please do. And
0: well, with that demand, though, because you're having to probably turn people away and you don't have to market because you know you've got a waiting list. Is there a need then to grow this program? Is there a need to reach out to other people who are obviously benefiting from your work like school systems to help you grow?
1: So. Um, originally we were limited to only 35 spots by the state of Tennessee uh, because our classroom was in a computer lab at the YW but since COVID we were able to expand our classroom to include the computer lab and a 2200 square foot classroom which is amazing I'd love for you to swing by and see it and and um, So now with this additional space we will be able to expand to I believe it's between 70 and 75 students. Um, In order to expand to that many students there's additional issues that come with that including transportation from our schools, staffing to be able to break these students up into manageable groups, Um, but of course whenever Um, whenever we have those things ready we will be able to expand I don't see issues with us being able to reach those goals Um, again because we're not marketing we're not really pushing enrollment um, and considering again the region that we're serving and the amount of need that there is and the success of our program even though it is a smaller program I, do, I don't feel that there's going to be any real holding back whenever we are able to move forward.
0: And we've talked about the support you've been receiving from Tennessee, and it sounds like a lot of the program is in that state. Southwest Virginia, though, has a great need, As has been sort of verified by organizations like the Children's Advocacy Center, Bristol Promise, which works with trauma-informed care. It seems that, like there is an identification of a great need for young people to be supported by this, and I think it's particularly pronounced among young women. So it seems like there would be opportunities for you, greater opportunities for you in Southwest Virginia. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not going to expect you to to commit to that, but I think it is a problem that is so broad-based, and it is exciting to know that you have a program at the Y that is really successful in addressing it.
1: There have been conversations uh, for several years about partnering with the Virginia side. Currently, due to that LEAPS funding from the state of Tennessee, that program is specific only for Bristol, Tennessee city schools. Um, But there is that underlying conversation. We do know that there's a greater need for Virginia. And of course, with that regional expansion of the YW's um, county expansion, We do hope that we'll be able to be able to serve the other side as well in the future.
0: Well, for you, it must be very exciting. I think you've been with the Y doing this for, what, 21 years? Is that what you've told me?
1: Uh, Been at the Y for 21 and specifically with Tech Girls for 11. And um, the work is definitely a work of passion. It's... Everything that is Tech Girls right now is what is from my heart and what I felt like was necessary for our program. And um, we would um, we would love for you to check out our Facebook and see all of the wonderful things that we're doing. Uh, Our students are the ones who write our Facebook Um, messages and they give you our updates and then of course we're taking pictures we want our community to know what we're doing because we are such a small closed program Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean it really it is making a difference it's it's you can't out love or out give to a child and so for us it's just another brick that we're laying for their foundation and so um, we had sent, I think we ended up sending 13 students to a summer camp. That was a partnership through our program this year. And they, it was for several of them, it was their first overnight camp. Um, and we hadn't seen them for a whole week. We dropped them off. And when we came to pick them up, they saw us. And they come running up. And they're giving you these huge hugs. And they just want to tell you about all of the things that they've been doing. And that's the point. That's what we're there for, is to be there for them.
0: Tanya Leonard, thank you for being there for them and thank you for leading this very successful program, Tech Girls Through the YWCA, and thank you for talking with me today.
1: Absolutely, thank you, Dirk.
0: I've been talking today with Tanya Leonard. She is the director of the Tech Girls with the YWCA North east tennessee and southwest virginia we've been talking about the immense impact that that program is having on helping young women who are in need you are listening to together to get there the show dedicated to economic and community development in southwest virginia and i am your host dirk moore and you are listening to wehc 90.7 and wise 90.5 the voice of southwest virginia thank you for listening